Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's get at the political arena right out of the gate. The political maneuvering and the accusatory public party leadership squabbling. There's that, of course. And we now have several weeks of the Liberals and the NDP federally forming a not voter-approved three-year alliance. And uh, we also have the situation where, and this has been happening particularly over the last number of years, let's say last five years, former members of parliament have walked away, not only from parliament, decided not to run again, but they have left their political parties, their allegiance to the political parties. So it's always interesting for us, I think, to have a look behind the scenes And with the CPC leadership underway now, not CBC, the CPC leadership underway, let's have a go at what's going on in our nation's capital. Few know better than Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament, former seatmate to Justin Trudeau when they were both sitting in opposition. And you know Michelle's story. She was punished for sharing her information about her expense spending with her constituents. Now, Michelle is not only no longer a member of parliament, she's also not a member of any political party any longer. Do you feel like you've been liberated, Michelle? Roy, I absolutely do. Uh, With respect to the fact that the parties no longer, to me, have any principles or any tent pegs in terms of what they stand for. There's so little differentiating any of them, and it's clear to me that the reason for that is they're simply chasing the vote. Nobody's governing anymore. They're just chasing the the vote for the next election. So when I was watching on Thursday, and I watched it again and listened again yesterday, I thought they might as well be with different parties. There, There isn't any unifier in this message. It's simply a case that I can do better than you can do leading the party, which is simply a broader landscape than I can do better leading the country than you can do leading the country. So what are voters supposed to get out of this? You as a former member of parliament, and I know you're not uh, you're not a liberal member any longer and any member of the liberal party any longer. You have your philosophies and personal approach to politics and how the country should be run. But as you, as a voter, as you watch and listen to what's going on uh, internally in the Conservative Party of Canada, what are you getting? Uh, it, to me, it's unbelievable that they're tearing, and it's not just them. It, it, it's become the norm for any of these leadership contests. It's not about policy. It's not about leading the country. It, it's simply about attacking. They're eating each other alive. And at the end of the day, there's very little left. And I think that's been proven out, not only by just uh, the, the conservatives lately, who have blown through leaders, uh, you know, four leaders in five years. And the liberals went through a period like that, that blew through all the leaders they couldn't last more than one election. And it's because they attack one another. Rather than staying unified, there's no party left. Because I'm not alone. You have, uh, you've had Dan McPeg on your show a number of times. 
Yes, with you. It leaves people. So if you're in politics, if it leaves you feeling disheartened and sickened, I can only imagine what it's like when when you're just uh, the average person trying to make a decision. And we are in a very difficult time at present. Look at the economy. Look at gas pumps today. Look at the price people are having to pay to fuel their vehicles, to go about their daily lives and the business they have to go about. We are in a difficult time internationally, so we need leadership and we need cohesion. And there doesn't seem to be any cohesion or very little of it. Let me ask you this. Do, 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 do the internal difficulties and challenges that we saw manifested on Thursday evening and you saw in the Liberal Party uh, as they went, as you said, through leader after leader, just as the Conservatives have done it most recently, does this extend beyond these periods of public animosity when the doors are closed and the leader is finally announced? Does the fighting continue behind the scenes? Oh, absolutely. These days, uh, you know, I can't speak for, you know, the, the past, like 20, 30 years ago. I, I think there was more cohesion. It wasn't as personal. What we saw the other night, I mean, it was, it was actually horrifying because you're, you're looking at these, no matter what political party you tend to support, looking at, at, at that debate for a potential prime minister of the country. And I, I didn't see anyone up there that I would want to lead this country during this time. I'm as critical, too. You mentioned the coalition. I think mm-hmm. the, uh, the NDP liberal coalition that was recently signed was extremely polarizing for this country. It did nothing to advance the uh, interests of the country as a whole, only political interests about staying in power. So when you see Mr. Trudeau, and you see Mr. Singh, and you hear their assurances that what they're doing is simply to provide some continuity in governing this country, you're not seeing much. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I understand you to be saying, and we haven't talked about this off the air, I understand you to be saying that you're not seeing much from Mr. Trudeau, and you're not seeing much from Mr. Singh either. No, instability for who? I mean, Mr. Trudeau is it was trying to argue this is giving us stability so we don't go to another election. This is the man that called an election during an unwanted election that cost millions and millions and millions of dollars at the height of the pandemic. I, you know, I, I just don't buy any of it. That's right. Canadians were saying we don't want an election. But Mr. Trudeau thought he saw an opportunity at gaining a majority. So he went ahead and arranged the election at a cost of about 600 million and ended up with we ended up with exactly what we had prior to the election michelle what happens what what is it that causes a member of parliament somebody who had uh, the commitment to join a political party to try to make a difference to run for office to be elected to federal government what is it that causes a person what is it that caused you to say even after the election that you you didn't win but caused you to say, I'm out. Not only am I out as far as running again is concerned, but I don't want to be a member of a party any longer. What, what causes that? 
you have you have to be totally disillusioned. I, I well, yeah, disillusioned, discouraged. But on the other hand, I saw an opportunity to perhaps, having been on the inside, as it were, I saw the opportunity to maybe um, make more of a difference from the outside. Inside, they are so controlling. You can't speak. Like what happened to me. You do something for the, what you believe is the right thing for the country, hoping they'll follow suit, and you get punished. Or if you don't follow, if you're not in lockstep with everything the party has to say, you're not a liberal or you're not a conservative, and they try to, uh, you know, absolutely gag you. And I wasn't the only one, but, you know, it's happened, like, just this past week. You know, the leader coming out, the interim leader, Candace Bergen, saying that uh, don't anyone comment on the Supreme Court leak in the United States. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think we all have a mind. And because you disagree on certain things doesn't mean you're less of a conservative. It just means you have a mind of your own. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.